just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome back to the proper true yarn podcast, the show at which we extract the best and the wildest yarns from uh, the best people around the world. Uh, my name's Knuckles and in the studio today we have a... Uh, Long-term mate of mine, Bubba Tilly. So this one, oh. this one nearly, this one nearly got me divorced. This one, the missus was not happy. Shit, that sounds like pretty much most of my fucking oh, yarns. This is so. Last year, last year or two years ago, I went up to uh, up north to play golf at Hamilton Island. Just went for just a golf trip, and the father-in-law said, "This horse is for sale. You you breezed it up. Should I buy it?" I said, "Yeah, mate, good horse, Flop Turn River." Nice horse. Anyway, at the time my missus was riding and she was like, can you go ride that horse race morning? I said, yeah, I'll, I'll get her across there. So I went over there and rode him race morning because first start, two-year-old, playful. Come off the track, he's kicked up and I put my hand forward and he threw his head back and shattered my hand. Like broke my hand. And I thought, oh, this, you know, this ain't good. It's fucking me golf game. Yeah, definitely. So I uh, <laughs> so I went home and I said, I broke my hand. She says, it's not broken. I said, dull, like it's It's broken. It's not broken. Stop being a pussy. Go to hospital, you know. I'm going for a sleep. She's walked upstairs for a sleep, went for a sleep. I got in the car, drove myself to the hospital, shattered, shattered me whole hand. Come home two hours later, she's woken up. She goes, how'd you go? I said, by this time I'm in plaster, you know. I said, broken, bullshit. I pulled out the x-ray. She goes, oh, and I give her a hand of these papers. And she goes, what are these? I said, surgery's on Tuesday. And she's like, no. And so she felt like the biggest, biggest arsehole. I said, it's all good. Don't stress, like. <laughs> it's all right. Sure enough, Kurtz texts me, let's go to the races. I said, yeah, me, you know, the father-in-law's horse is having its first run. So we've gone to the races with a broken hand, some endones and a white claw. Yeah. Best combination. Good combo. So anyway, so I was out for, oh, I think I was out for six weeks. And in the, in that six weeks, I had some mates um, said, let's go for a Sunday drink, lunch. I said, yeah, right. So we started at South Bank, finished up at Portside. By the time we got the port side, we were three fish bowls down, got the port side, and there was 12 or 14 cocktails on their cocktail list. I said, three of everything. And she said, what? I said, three of everything. And the boy was like, yeah, yeah, three of everything. You know, three of... Um, so we've all split it. Anyway, the missus is blowing up. Don't come home if you're, you know, that drunk. Rah, rah, rah. So we've gone home and all day was, we should go on a trip, we should go on a trip, we should go on a trip. So all day, one of the boys is big on Googling, like, flights and that. And I got home and the missus just ripped me a new one, kicked me out, said, nah, I'm done, go. 
So when I was leaving, she's got in the car and left. When when I was leaving, I've opened the drawer, got the passport out, put in the pocket, <laughs> and we've got in the car. Should this is another thing we should never have done? Blind driving. We drove to the Gold Coast, got my best mate's Travis's passport, drove to Wynnum, got the, our other mate's passport, went to the international airport, booked tickets to Phuket. And I said, we're going. There's videos of us running through the international airport, paid for tickets. I fell asleep. What? Yeah, 11 o'clock the flight was and we were there at 7 o'clock. I fell asleep, passed out, choked. Security guard said he's not getting on the plane. He's too intoxicated. Anyway, they've picked me up, put me in the car and drove me home. Worst decision of my life, nearly got me divorced. Yeah, right. Nearly got, and this was on a Sunday and I was meant to go to work Monday. Didn't show up to work and they, they all found out what happened and – Everyone thought it was was the funniest thing of life, except Alex. <laughs> she was not happy, no. <laughs> and that prompted me to not drink. And I was sober for four months, and won a rocket, run me second rocket up with Master Jamie. Yeah, and that weird. night I still never had a drink. She goes, "You never drink?" I said, "No." Nah. That night fixed me, but got drunk with two mates, booked a ticket, tried to <laughs> <on> plane. <laughs> I, I don't know what would have happened. Mate, I, uh, I've been on a Bucks party and a good mate of mine, he, uh, we're, we're actually in Brizzy for um, for his Bucks. Anyway, on the Fridays, old man says, we're going, to, we're going to Thailand tomorrow? And I said, hey? He said, we're going to Thailand tomorrow. I said, fuck, if you want to. He said, yeah, you, me and Ash. He said, I booked your tickets. So we told Ash that we're going to the cut, like the races. Anyway, yeah, we uh, we got into a plane and flew to fucking Thailand for yeah for his second leg of his bucks. Fucking unbelievable. Got there, he was the same. His his missus was going off. She said you get divorced. Um, and yeah, fuck, we were in, we we're intoxicated, but we weren't passed out intoxicated. But he got on, yeah, had the time of his life over there, and um, ended up fucking. Yeah, marrying and getting divorced anyway, but so it, it, it didn't matter. But yeah, no, he, uh, yeah, I know the fucking feeling, mate. And, and I was single at the time, so there's no repercussion for me. But yeah, fuck. Well, there was no like the other the other two boys. One was single, and one didn't give a fuck. Yep. And the next day, we were laying there. The missus is going to the races on a Monday, and I said, "What were we thinking?" <laughs> and I said. Anyway, more importantly, how much did we spend yesterday? We got the old phones out and we we're looking at the bank statements. I think we spent five hundred each on alcohol between three. It was like fifteen hundred on alcohol for the day on the cocktails. Yeah, and our plane tickets. Yeah. I said, I said, we only booked a one-way ticket <laughs> five hours before this flight. What were we doing when we got there? And the boy was like, I don't know. We would have worked that out. I said, could you imagine if we landed, hung over, just come, like, you know, just... You would have kicked on the plane. I don't know, I was pretty gone. Cool. I don't remember. But all I remember is done a lot of sucking up. Alex didn't speak to me for a week. <laughs> I thought it was done. I thought it was dust. And I said, you know, I thought, oh, how can I fix this? And I said, you know what? I'm going to take her for dinner. Took her, took her to Hel- Hellenica for dinner, give her some... Her favourite meal, lamb, you know. 
wheel and deal, bought flowers every day for the next three weeks. <laughs> you know, sure enough. And I'm, you know what? I'm glad she stuck around because she's the best thing since my grandma. Yeah, nice. Best thing ever happened to me. It's funny, but hey, like when, when it, you know, we all we all get in a bit of trouble every now and again from our partners for doing some dumb shit. But it, it's funny the length of the degree that a bloke will go to try to get him out of the shit once, you know. Once you're in it. Once, once mate, you're in the fucking trenches. Let's just say I didn't trim your nails. <laughs> I didn't trim your nails for a month after that. I was in some shit. <laughs> but I've got one here, Nux. This will be, be a good one. Serious question, have you ever shit yourself? Yep, yep. Thailand. I've, so I've been to Thailand, what, 11 times. I trusted a fart. I did the same thing. Trusted a fart. Walking down the street of uh, Phuket, do not like Phuket. Uh, I was there with my old man and uh, an ex-missus at the time, uh, walking along and, um, yeah, fucking a bit of the old street cart tucker and a bit of um, too much trust and fucking blew the back out. And went, oh, fuck, that touched cloth. So then, yeah, just slid into a random side toilet, fucking tore them off. I think um, about 200 baht, which is about six bucks at a time or some fucking thing. Ended up, yeah, going, <laughs> buying another pair of jocks, Calvin Klein, proper rip true rip-offs. <laughs> <laughs> and um, strapped back in. And, uh, yeah, that was the only time I ever shit myself. I, I've been in some situations where I probably should have shit myself. But yeah, that was literally it, mate. A bit, bit of a mate. Yeah. I um only last year, or I think it was yes, last year. So in racing, we get piss tests all the time, you know. Yep. And I'm there. I've had a coffee. What, what are they testing you for, mate? Like obviously, like how can you have a performance-enhancing drug? Yeah, you know, it's not like you're on the steroids. Nah. So is lot, it just like drug, of, drugs and alcohol? Like yeah, a lot of it's um yeah, coke, your ice. Yep. Your Drua mines, your yep. piss pills. I've been done for piss pills once. Yeah. Um, just frozen mines, you know, just flush. Like you can just drop two kilos in two pills. Yeah, right. Um, that's what they're testing. Okay. But anyway, I went to track work and I had to go to a funeral. Um, a good friend of mine's at Wallenbilla. I had to go to a funeral. Anyway, they've, they've just rocked up and they when they rock up, it's a, like it's a random rock up and they shut down the whole track. I said, this ain't good. Like I need to go at 5.30. Like I've got to go to this funeral. Anyway. They said, well, come do, come do a piss test. And I'm, man, I'm like, I really need to do a shit. Can I just do a shit? And I'm like, because they got to watch you. You know, they got to watch you. He goes, oh, hurry up. So anyway, I've done that. That was all good. So anyway, on my way out, I've pulled up at 63 and got a coffee. And I'm driving to Toowoomba. I said, oh, you know, on my way to Toowoomba, me auntie and uncle live in Toowoomba. And I was cruising along, middle of winter, going down Bridge Street past the TAFE. And I got this fight and I was just, you know, in the car I'm, I've just gone, oh, no, followed through. But it just yeah. wasn't one nugget. It just oh. kept coming. What? Kept coming. For four days after that, I was that sick. I must have been coming down with something. Yeah, right. The next morning I've gone, like I've gone to Wallenbilla to the funeral after shit myself. Went pulling me on and uncles, had a shower, threw me jocks out, but it just kept coming. Four days I shat and spewed. Just a bug. No alcohol involved. And some days I, I wake up thinking, how did I, you know, well, you know, fuck, I was drunk last night. <laughs> but I've never been drunk enough to shit myself and I was sober as a judge. Had a coffee and when I fought it, followed through and it just kept going. Wow. I thought, that is, 
I wish I was drunk so I can say I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Must have been a bug but I'll tell you what, it was the worst feeling of my life because you're sitting in the car at the red lights in the main street of Toowoomba and going, shit. Literally. Shit. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I've been in that many states where I should have fucking shit myself and managed to hold up. But yeah, fuck the old, the old Thailand, Thailand fucking street cat railed me. <laughs> I was remember when I was the third year apprentice, we had um, doing shutdown work, and there was this mad old tradesman called Eddie, and Eddie had dusted his whole fucking marriage and his whole life, and and every paycheck, and he was probably on two and a half grand a week then. Every paycheck he had, he'd go. Um, He'd fucking either punt on the pokies or he'd fucking drink, and um, just just didn't give a fuck. Anyway, I was I remember there and we, we probably shouldn't have been out one night and we're out and next thing oh these these playing darts. Next thing he just fucking goes, and he stood there, and I'm like, "You're right, mate." He goes, "Yeah, shit, I just shit myself." I said, "What?" He said, "I think I just shit myself." I said, "How'd you do that?" He said. Just put that march onto the fucking dart. He said, I followed through. And he said, and just fucking muscle turn, bruss. To this day, I haven't played darts since, man, because I'm afraid that I'd just <laughs> give it a bit of an extra fucking oomph and push through. Fucking proper tree, young. I stick away from dart boards for that reason. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I reckon once, I was, I was only 17, and it was the last game of Polacross. Greatest sport on earth, I reckon, old Polacross. It's the only place you can drink and ride a horse. And I was 17. And More cam drafting, you can do a bit of that. <sighs> they don't like it. There was, there was a, there's a lot of heat between cam drafters and, and polycross players. I, I, yeah. I found out in the years, polycross players would call cam drafters cattle killers because who chases a poor innocent cow around in a drought? Yep. And, a, you know, the cam drafters say, you head jerkers. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. It was, you know, my last game of polycross ever, and I swore it like I played all year and I was playing unreal. You know, we, me and old Daryl Catewell yep. as uh, in a section, they were playing unreal. And I got dropped one day. I was playing, in, I played in the A grade. We, we almost won the A grade finals at Bo, uh, Bolin. I got dropped. I didn't know why I got dropped. And anyway, I was filthy. You know, fuck Charleville. Fuck Polacross. And I just got drunk all weekend. Me and a good friend of mine, Dean, Dean Hurley. Yep. Sitting there, the old butcher's son. Yeah, Daryl's son. The old Daryl's son. So he had a license, I didn't. So we've gone to Rome at Polacross together. And we play polo across the winter. Freezing cold. I should have shit myself this night. Should have. Anyway, old Daryl sent a few sausages. That's all That's all he gave us, a few sausages <laughs> and some chops. Yeah. Dean and I started drinking on Friday when we got there and stopped Sunday morning at 4, 3.30, 4 o'clock. Anyway, I was filthy at Charleville. I got dropped, you know. Yeah. Went from like playing in the you know, number one team to the third team and I was just filthy. So anyway, I was hung over at 7 a.m., Kick off, freeze and cold. Like we had to break the ice with with, with hammers, you know. Yeah. And I'm going out, and I was so hungover. They into me because I was meant to be the number one throwing the goals. Couldn't throw a goal the first chucker. I've gone to the car and they just, you know, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's going on? I said, oh, I'm sick. Cracked a UDL open. They're like, what are you doing drinking at seven o'clock in the morning? I had a UDL in between chuckers. I went out and threw threw eleven goals the next chucker. Like went, smoked him. Anyway. Once it was over, got drunk again. This is another story mum didn't know about. Got drunk and Dean and I were so hungover the next day. We were in the back of the ute together. 
swags rolled out, you know, farting, you know, laughing. I was, oh, you know, so close to shit myself. Yeah. Anyway, we end up winning all weekend. And I walk them back and they're like, oh, that was good, girl, that was good. I said, I'll never play Polacross again. They said, what? I said, I'll never play Polacross for you guys again. I said, I don't own enough cattle for you blokes to be put in a decent team. I said, carry the team all year and I get dropped for the last game. I said, no. Nah. I said, I nearly shit myself last night for no reason. <laughs> you know, fuck yes. <laughs> Put me off in the float when I'm never played again. Yeah, right. Yeah. But now that's, that, that was the closest I've ever been drunk by shit myself. But, yeah, driving, driving to him that day, it just fuck, worst feeling of my <laughs> life. <laughs> fuck. Well, I got a lot of good mates at Polar Cross players and, yeah, they – that's, mate, party all weekend and fucking play all weekend, mate. They don't, yeah. Definitely. Just. I remember I was only young, Jake, Jake Catewell, turned 21. And, it, you know, what? it was a dream. It was a, it was a dream of mine. For his 21st, everyone just bought him a bottle of rum. Like, out at, out at um, Albion Park. Albert Park, sorry. Dangerous yeah. Downs on the head of our road, we used to call it. We're all out there for his 21st. And everyone bought him a bottle of rum. And I reckon he had about 40 to 50 bottles of rum. Yeah, right. Everyone just bought him a bottle of rum and would write to Jake from whatever on his bottle of rum. Anyway, Coolby Polacross, the great old Coolby come around. And I wasn't drinking at the time because I was only young. And I still remember three sip, three sip is all our while out. And there was a good friend of ours, Toddy. He passed away. Um, Scott Todd passed away at Thuggerman there a couple of years ago, fell out of the back of a car and got run over. Great man. Him, Evan Brassington, Jake and Liam. I think it might have been... Andrew Powers, we're playing this game called Three Sips. You know, if you cracked a drink open, you know, when you crack a drink and you're yeah. like, oh, shit, you quickly have a sip of it because it's spilling, that's one sip gone. You had to finish that drink in three sips. Yeah, right. And this is Friday. This is when we got there. This is Friday night. And hey, Jake, no, it was Jake turned 18. He was only 18 because he was only a pup. He was a young pup. Anyway, so the beers turned into rums. Turn into WWE in the tall in the shower cubicles because we all went for a shower together. Jake got crash tackled through the Coolpy cubicles, Brasso, which was 150. Big boy, being generous, crash tackled Jake through the toilet cubicles and knocks three cubicles down. Jake's naked, runs out of the, <laughs> runs out, and I still remember being young and thank God iPhones went around. And I think there would have been 12, 12 rums down and probably eight beers down. He's running through the bar on a Friday night, went to be playing all weekend. And I thought, when I get to turn 18, if that's not me, I'll, I've let myself down. Yeah. And I've, I've done that. Darling. Darling. Because them Capewell boys, Jakey and Liam, that they were very, very good fucking polo cross players, mate. Horsemen. Yeah, you wouldn't true. say polo crossman, you say horseman. Yeah, unbelievable. Well you, well, you look at Jake now, and the facilities he's got there, mate. It's fucking the number one uh, horse breaker in Australia as for the whole, for the racehorse industry at least. Yeah, yeah, phenomenal setup. For not, does a phenomenal job. Definitely, um, definitely. I'm actually moving up there to be yep. up there now. Getting out of Brisbane, been there for too long. Yeah, ready to go back up there. But um, no, nah, that was. That was one of the greatest things I've ever witnessed. I said, if I'm turning 18 and that's not me, yep. I'll let myself down. <laughs> Just remember, guys, call out. It's my shout. And keep left unless fucking overtaken. Oh, yeah. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.